The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one proven platform, helping you reduce IT costs, maintenance costs, and manual errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash earnings right now. netsuite.com slash earnings. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Bloomberg Law with June Grosso and Michael Best. On demand via our Bloomberg Radio Plus app. Free for iPhone and Android devices. Well, now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And Bloomberg Law host June Grasso discusses whether sanctuary cities in the U.S. that protect undocumented immigrants from deportation are in violation of federal law. She speaks with Lena Graber, a special project attorney at the Immigrant Legal Resource Center in San Francisco, and Kevin Johnson, the dean and a law professor at UC Davis Law School. Kevin, States and cities can't be required to enforce federal law. So is there any violation of federal immigration laws in what these sanctuary cities are doing? Not generally, and I don't even think specifically. I think traditionally it's been the case that the federal government has power to enforce the immigration laws, to admit immigrants, to deport immigrants, and it's been up to the states to enforce their laws, including their you know, criminal justice laws. And that separation has been thought of traditionally as being a good separation uh, because you want the federal government that considers foreign policy consequences of immigration enforcement, and you want the state and local governments to focus on what they should be focusing on, the the safety and the um, well-being of the residents of the state and local jurisdictions. In recent years, there's been some states that have tried to intrude on the federal power to regulate immigration, like Arizona, and the the Supreme Court has, has said that those efforts are limited. So I think it's what we're seeing now is some tension, some discussion, probably some debate about the role of the states and the federal government uh, when it comes to uh, immigration and immigrants and how to treat immigrants. Lena, explain what the Obama administration has been doing using these so-called detainer requests to target undocumented immigrants and how some cities have been reacting. So uh, for the last Many years, ICE has been using this mechanism called an ICE detainer, which is a message they send to typically a county jail, but any law enforcement agency that says, we're interested in someone in your custody, please hold them for us so that we can pick them up and put them in deportation proceedings. And that mechanism has been roundly criticized in the federal courts as an illegal arrest without probable cause or a warrant. These requests are not reviewed by a judge. They don't meet the requirements of the Fourth Amendment. And in response to those court decisions and general concerns about assisting in immigration enforcement, hundreds of counties across the country and cities, um, but more often actually at the county level, have enacted laws or policies saying that they won't comply with ICE detainers. 
And that's Lena Graber, a special project attorney at the Immigrant Legal Resource Center in San Francisco, and Kevin Johnson, the dean and a law professor at UC Davis Law School. Speaking with Bloomberg Law host June Grosso, you can listen to Bloomberg Law Weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. And now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, one of the British citizens who challenged UK Prime Minister Theresa May's attempt to unilaterally trigger Brexit, Gina Miller, said the decision of the UK Supreme Court will be the final word in the case. Miller, who runs an investment startup, won a ruling earlier this month from a London court that said it would be illegal for the government to invoke Article 50 without consulting Parliament. Miller says she does not plan on appealing the case to EU courts. The high court ruling earlier this month sent immediate shockwaves through London's financial and political enclaves. The pound, the worst performing major currency in 2016, rose to a three-week high against the dollar, and lawmakers on both sides of the debate grappled over whether the whether the decision would force May to alter her plans. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information. Futures are lower, and this is Bloomberg. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekday afternoons at 4.30 p.m. Eastern in New York on Bloomberg 1130, in Boston on 1200 a.m. and 94.5 FM HD2, in San Francisco on 960 a.m. and 103.7 FM HD2, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 119. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.